Hey everybody, this is the Insomnian Podcast, episode 1, coming to you on September 23rd, 2011, from my bedroom. And uh, Nick will be here in a little while, but uh, right now, I'm just going to give you the rundown on the show. Um, it's going to be kind of different pretty much every time, but most of the time we're going to be doing uh, TV reviews, uh, some movie reviews, and also we'll be talking about sports quite a bit. Um, Nick will be the leading sports guy. This first episode is probably going to be pretty rough, <laughs> since it is the first one, but give us some time, you know? We'll be, we'll do, we'll do a better job as we go around. Do it more and more, we'll get used to it. So, uh, you know, enjoy the show. If you want to get in contact with me or Nick, you can get me, Johnny Vegas, at jvegas420 on Twitter, and you can get Nick at Nicholas Baltz on Twitter. Alright, y'all, enjoy the show. Okay. First, I guess, we should start talking about uh, how you're getting your wisdom teeth pulled on Monday. How much of a burn is that? Well, I have two infections on either side of the bottom teeth. And then on one of the top ones, I've lost half the bone on one of my molars. Jeez. Yeah, so that's good. Infections suck. in your teeth are deadly, dude. Those are That's bad shit. Yeah, so they had to do it like within the week. Now... They said they how how much of the recovery time did the doctor say you have to get? It I'm gonna have like four days. Like I'll do it Monday morning and I'll be back to work on Friday night. Four days, dude. Jesus. Yeah, well, that's why I bought Gears of War. <laughs> four days is just a bike it in. What? It just doesn't seem long enough for when somebody's like yanking your teeth out of your fucking skull. Like you know I what know, I mean? Like, like they, four days. Me- they tell you four days and you like it's bone and you're missing bone now. And when you when you uh. Like, break a bone, it takes six weeks to heal. That shit. How does your mouth heal so fast? I don't know. And they, like, uh... The like, operation... I get cuts in my mouth all the time, and what ha- what happens to them? They turn into cold sores. They, they, they just get, like, an infection, and they turn into cold sores, and then, you know, you have them for a while, and then all of a sudden they're gone. It's, like, weird. Your mouth works weird. Well, the operation's only gonna be, like, a half like hour, half hour long. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's... But, no, you're gonna be fucked up for the next, like, few days. You can't do anything. Yeah, uh, and, like, you're... Your gums like swell up like shit when they fucking get yeah torn up. Especially if you have half of one missing. Hopefully, it's just like easy for them to just go in there and pull it out, and they don't have to like cut your teeth into pieces and then take it out. Like that's the burn. They had me watch like a whole video, and they tell you all the. Oh, they made you watch a video. Yeah, it's like a whole burn, and then he comes and he talks to you about it. That's a burn. Speaking about burns, Sean was supposed to be here today, but he's a burn. Yeah, better stuff to do, I guess. Like, I hang just out with the went woman. to the Vons where Selena works too, and she's working. Yeah, I know she is. She's uh, he gets. He said he's getting out of school. Well, whenever he got out of school, then um, he said like from noon until he works, he's gonna be with Selena, like uh, eating or something. They were supposed to go do something. I wasn't paying. I was half paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Cause fucking Sean. <clears throat> I'm hella excited for this fucking new Fringe episode today. Yeah, we'll check out the little preview. There are things happening here that I can't even begin to explain. And I'm not going anywhere until I can. The boy is important. He has to live.
We all get really good at pretending that the loneliness isn't there. And then something comes along to remind us. I know what it's like to have a hole in my life. It's been there as long as I can remember. Looks like there's shit, shit's about to go down on that show. You, uh, Peter Bishop got flung into the other universe, and then, uh, like, now there's, he's stuck there, and, uh, what's her name? Anna, Anna, and Anna Torv, and the other dude can't find him. I forgot his name. Uh, from what I've been reading from people who've already seen, like, the new episode, they said it's fucking crazy. Like, like whatever you thought about Fringe, like, don't think about like that anymore. Because no. it's gonna be nuts this season. It's supposed to just be catastrophic. See, new beginning, new dimensions. It like, it's supposed to be different. I mean, I liked... The, the, the show, show is the shit. Yeah, I've only seen a few of them, but they've all been good. Yeah, I I, uh, I came upon this little article right here, and I found out what Person of Interest was about. And it's actually it actually seems pretty interesting. I missed the pilot yesterday. I saw a preview for it. But basically what it is, it's like Minority Report for TV. And uh, the, the, this, the government, what happens is they develop this system it's like something and they can figure out like when when uh people like uh are gonna, are gonna do are either gonna commit murders or or crimes or be a victim or witness them and he uh jim caviezel who's the main character is the guy that's gonna be hunting them all down michael emerson is the guy that picked that like picks him up because he he figures out like about all these petty crimes, and this program gets built, and they say that it would cost too much money to run them for petty petty crimes like thievery. Or so what he does is he hacks into the system, and he gets a social security number of the person who's going to be in it. He doesn't get the he doesn't have the actual image of what they see or anything or any of the information that the government gets, but he can hack into it and get the social security number. And what he does is he gets Jim Caviezel's character, I think his name is, I forgot his name on the show, but I think it's John, John Reese. He's a ex-CIA like operative or something. Yeah, government operative, ex-government operative. And Mr. Finch, Michael Emerson, he gets um, Jim Caviezel into like a situation where he recruits him, basically. And then Jim Caviezel... Ends up uh, like figuring, uh, finding somebody else. He recruits somebody else, like a dirty cop, and that's where the show ended oh. pretty much. Uh, the first episode, from what I read on this website on AOLTV.com, it, uh, it, the ending of the first episode, he caught the, uh, what's he called, the suspect. He caught the suspect. So from that, you can pretty much see that the show is going to take. A lot of different turns, and it's more action based than like your uh, normal procedural crime, like procedural crime drama. You know, like a like a fringe where they go and they investigate, and they're like, "Oh, this little thing right here," or bones, yeah. you know, where they or fucking like go on there, or CSI investigating crimes. Again. Yeah, so it's supposed to be all about him just kicking people's ass, and it's supposed to be pretty badass. That's one show I'm hella looking forward to. Uh, everybody's talking about the new Two and a Half Men, which was pretty shitty. Um, but hopefully it'll get better. I, I guess it was shitty because it wasn't that funny in the first episode. Now, when I was on this fucking uh, website right here, this AOL TV or whatever, I found this movie. 
with Taylor Lautner from fucking Twilight. Abduction. Yeah, and it's it's on Rotten Tomatoes. It's gotten a. It looks like a six percent from the from the critics at a seventy eight percent from the audience. So it looks like it's probably just some crazy action movie that everybody likes. Like it it has to be. I saw the preview and it looks a lot like Liam Neeson's Taken. Oh. Where like he goes around, but it looks a lot more high budget because it's Taylor Lautner. Like they're gonna if they're gonna have him as a lead, they're gonna spend a bunch of money to make the movie look good because he sucks at acting. Uh, if any of you have ever seen the Twilight movies, which I had to sit through. They are not. He's the worst. He's the worst character in them. Like I, I, I buy the whole, uh, the chick and the dude. You know, yeah, dude. Uh, what's his, what's his name? Yeah, the dude from Harry Potter. I also, uh, I heard something about that. I, I forgot. I think it was Michael Gambon or somebody was talking about it on Top Gear, and they were. T- he was talking about uh, how it's supposed to be a movie that. Oh, it was Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg said it's supposed to be like a movie about. Uh, like what a teenage girl goes through in her in her high school life, but it's supposed to have like supernatural, you know, like Twilight. Uh, Twilight. That's yeah. what Twilight's supposed to. Be. This abduction movie is basically think of your born born movie slash taken, and uh, that's pretty much what it is. Oh, right here, I'm, I guess I'm totally wrong. I'm reading this movie info, and it says that Taylor Lautner's character had an uneasy feeling that he's living someone else's life. So what does he think? He's gay like uh, like Chaz Bona? He's living somebody else's life? I don't know. You know, they like did Chaz come Bona. out with... There was like some naked picture of him now from Dance with the Stars. It was like changing. Chaz Bona? Yeah, I did not go you know, search it out. Holy but shit. I Chaz heard. Bona's going getting nuts, man. Like that... I, I, I respect the guy or girl or whatever. Whatever. Uh, for what they did. But like, I don't... I don't know. I'm not... A, it's not my thing. That's all. Is that kind of ridiculous? Now they got like he looks like a dude, him slash her, and then like Nancy Grace. Well, he's supposed to be literally like a dude now, but I don't know. I I I saw him on Conan and David Letterman. He did like the whole talk show rotation, and he was like on all of them. Oh yeah, he was on Bill Maher. Uh, He's pretty good. He's pretty. He has some good ideas. She, whatever the fuck. Uh, Produced by Liongate Films, this abduction movie. Uh, Don't go see it. Just don't. Uh, Unless you're a chick and want to see Taylor Lautner beat the shit out of people. Killer Elite. This movie opens up this weekend. Yeah, I want to see that. Uh, do they have a preview here? This is something I would actually like to hear. Get a preview for it. Let's run this shit. Uh, Killer Elite stars Clive Owen, Robert Downey Jr., and Jason Statham. It's supposed to be a true story. Here's the preview. Let me lower this shit. So this movie basically is supposed to be your common action... You know, action bullshit movie where everybody just kills each other. But it looks like uh, Mr. Downey Jr. is going to play a really good character in this, and that's who I'm really excited to see. You and I got a lot in common. Really? You're sitting there tied to a chair, and I'm standing here with a gun in my ass. Always going over till both sides say this. You have no idea who you're messing with. He's like a father to you, right? You don't do this as a dead man. Listen, Danny's gonna come back for me. And when he does, you're out of here. He's your worst nightmare. 
we got there is wait for him to come to us. This guy is good. You have no idea. Are off. This ends today. Well, I just, I don't know, I heard all these reviews about Drive, and I kind of wanted to see that because I like Ryan Gosling. But supposedly he's not really a, he doesn't really talk in the movie at all. And you don't really know who he is. They don't ever reveal his identity or anything. He's just a driver. He's supposed to be like the transporter guy, but... You know, how many times can you do the same fucking movie? Yeah, they're just doing all the same movies. This Killer Elite movie got a bad review by the critics, but good by the audience, so. I don't know, go see that one. That one looks a lot more fun than Abduction. I wouldn't pay to see Abduction. Moneyball! Holy tits! Yeah, it did really good by the critics. Holy crap, the critics rated this shit a 93%. I'm definitely seeing this. Uh, you know, if anybody hasn't heard of this, it's about, uh, Brad, it's Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, and they try to build like a really good franchise Oakland A's team, which is almost impossible because the A's always trade away their best players. But uh, from the previews, it looks like just like a good baseball movie, huh? which is which are some of my favorite movies, just good baseball movies. It got good reviews, so definitely have to go see that one. This weekend, coming out on the 23rd. That's pretty chill. Let's see, what else is coming out? Nothing good. Nothing good's coming out. There's this movie, Machine Gun Preacher with Gerard Butler. It looks like an independent film. It's two hours, though, if you want to sit through Gerard Butler. And it look, what looks like some little African kid. Chris Evans comes out with another movie. It looks like it's about, he's addicted to meth. Oh, it is. He's a functioning drug addict. That looks pretty good. Critics gave that one better than the stupid abduction movie. 58% by the critics there. Is that a Pearl Jam movie? No, oh, they remade, sh uh, like, fucking Shamu and shit. The except, Whale. Except wow. it's called The Whale. It's about a killer whale, too. Named Luna. Humans versus zombies. Humans zombie versus movie. zombies. Why, why would you make that? Isn't that, like... They're both the same thing. Humans yeah. and zombies are the same thing. And you... And it's always humans versus zombies, because zombies would eat... Humans. Animals first. They would they would they would eat all the animals, and then there would be no animals, and then we'd have to fucking fight zombies. It would always be humans versus zombies. It well, doesn't. Zombies wouldn't even be able to catch half the animals. And most of the animals would fuck zombies up. They can't. They have to go after humans. I guess. I mean. I mean, they go after like the like you could they animals, like they cows. in well Walking Dead they they <laughs> killed a horse. They've they've killed multiple animals on The Walking Dead, and The Walking Dead's probably the closest thing to realism in zombies. They they're not slow zombies in that movie or in that show series, which starts October eighteenth, I think. Uh, the Walking Dead on AMC should be a good second season. I saw the preview yesterday, and it was a uh, one of the main characters was sitting in a van, and she's like hiding, 
and you she it's like the, the camera's sitting next to her in the back seat of the car and it's facing out the window and you can see her face and out the window is just thousands of fucking zombies just out the window of this car and she's in there just freaking out and that's like the preview of the show looks pretty down looks pretty down what I, I really want to see all these shows the one uh, Kevin Dillon's coming out uh, he's in a new show uh, Tim Allen's in a new show and the guy from uh the stupid fucking Pong the movie, the pinball ping pong movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Ping Balls of Steel. Ball, Balls of Fury or whatever, yeah. Dan Fogler. Uh, he, Man Up is Dan Fogler's show. I guess it, it looks like it's supposed to be a show about somebody with a lack of masculinity. That's pretty much what it looks like. Tim Allen's show just looks like he wanted to redo, what, um, like Home Improvement, but in a, in a, the, you know, the mid-age, the mid-age way, you know, like how Ray Romano's doing his show. Like, uh, I forgot what his show's called. Uh, like, the app. Men like of a Certain Age. Men of a Certain Age, right? And then Kevin Dillon's coming out in How to Be a Gentleman, which should be a pretty good show just because Kevin Dillon's a beast. Uh, it's kind of sad, though, to see him in another show, knowing yeah. that he won't be in Entourage again. See, there's the... <laughs> he's, like, sliding down this... One of the scenes, it's just like that Killer Elite scene where he, where Jason Statham is, like, sliding down and he hits his fucking head on the, on the, the big trailer. It's this, almost the same thing, but he's, like, sliding down a huge-ass building. It's, like, a yeah. huge-ass building, dude. It's fucking retarded. It looks like one of those Hollywoody movies. It's... It just looks horrible. Talking about abduction. Yeah, abduction. Yeah. There's an ad for it. Yeah, I'm not gonna... On this... Where TVGuide.com, there's ads for it everywhere. But yeah, that looks like pretty much it for this. Uh, oh, well, The Mentalist started yesterday, too, that I totally missed. Uh, fuck Lee, everybody needs to boycott that show. It needs to be off TV. And I didn't see the Playboy Club, but I found out who was in the Playboy Club. Uh, the girl from Drive Angry with... Uh, what the fuck's his name? The guy that does the stupid Treasure treasure Hunter movies. Fucking uh, Nicolas oh, Cage. Yeah, Nicolas he comes out in a movie. She comes out in a movie. She's the hot blonde chick. I don't know her fucking name. I wish I could find it. I we're too lazy, but uh, she also come out in the Informers, and she did another movie too where she didn't show her tits the whole movie. But she's supposed to be pretty good in this show. Um, then just for Sean, Hawaii Five O started on Monday. Just for Sean, because I know nobody else but Sean watches that. And the new season of House starts October third. Boardwalk Empire September twenty fifth. Uh, I totally missed the new girl, which I don't. Uh, I know the pilot's available for download on torrent websites. I want to check that out. Uh, and then all the normal shows start up, and it looks like September. All like, oh, Pan Am, that looks pretty good. It's about uh, like seventies yeah, uh, flat pilots, like that, like uh, commercial air pilots. The chicks that yeah work the plane. Yeah, it's about like uh, that shit. It's supposed to. A lot of shows are trying to compete with. Um, Mad Men. So they're all going back to like period pieces and they're doing oh, okay. period series. So this show came out and it's like from the 70s. Then the the show about Hugh Hefner when he was young is a spin-off oh, a of about that? That's Playboy Club. It's about Hugh oh, Hefner okay. and like I never heard of that. It's about when they were when they were young and they Okay, when had, it was like pop in my Yeah, cake. when when they used okay. to party and shit there all the power. time. That's yeah. Cool. And uh, that's what that show is supposed to be about. So I don't know, there's a lot of good shows coming out this fall. Of course, Dexter's coming out this fall, too. The new season of Bones starts November 3rd. Supernatural on, starts today, to, on the 23rd. 
And if anybody watches that Nikita show with that super hot Asian chick, that also starts tonight sometime. There's no times on this website I give them to you. Just sh just check tvguide.com. I'll tell you everything. Moving on. So we did TV. Let's do some sports. Let me look up some sports real quick. All right, I'm going to grab a beer. Grab me another one. I have a bottle opener in here. Okay. I have a bottle opener in here, so you don't have to okay. open it. Alright, guys. So, so far we've covered TV, which is one of our new segments, our TV segment. And then we got, um, we're going to be keeping track of how many times Sean burns us out, doesn't come to the podcast. So, that's also there. And uh, if you want to follow either me or Nick on Twitter, uh, I'm at jvegas420 on Twitter, and Nick is njumpshot on Twitter. Besides that, uh, Nick just went to go get us a couple more beers, and yes, it is 11.35 a.m. We are drinking quite a bit, and it's not a burn. Uh, looks like the NBA is po po postponing. Oh, we'll go to the sports uh, section now of the show. And uh, NBA is postponing training caps indefinitely, so... I don't know what that's going to mean for the season next year. They they didn't close training camps for football, so it might look pretty bad. We could do some NFL picks. Come in for next year. Yeah, we'll do that. Our NFL picks for the week. But that'll be towards after I talk about basketball because there's a lot of basketball shit happening today. All right. Uh, so Kobe received a $6.7 million offer to play in Italy for the for the Bologna. So however you say that. Vir the Virtua Bologna. That's what he's play supposed to play for. And, um, oh, and, uh, also the, it looks like the NBA just postponed the preseason, the, right? the training camps. Training camp. yeah. yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, if Kobe is leaving the league, I, I don't know how big of a deal that's going to be. Well, he got an offer, but that's, he, that's he I, if he wants to play, like, I know it's not a lot for him, but I mean, it's about playing basketball. If they're not going to play basketball next year, what's the point of staying here? Yeah, like it's just like here. when the whole online poker scene went down. Nobody, none of the pros, fucking stayed here to play online. They're all yeah, in most Europe of them are all gone to Europe or Canada. A lot of them went to Canada. So I, I don't know the NBA. Uh, the, the NBA is postponing some top training camps, well. and the, the NFL didn't postpone training camps. So what do you think? The season might not happen. Well, they already said today that. Preseason's probably going to get pushed too, and that there's been absolutely no progress. So, and there's already been players who have signed uh, for uh, overseas playing, but they do have uh, and Kevin like exit clauses street. in their contracts, though. That uh. if the league comes back, they can all come back. So it probably will get done, but it's probably going to be pushed back a little bit. We're probably going to wait till the last minute, like the NFL. Probably to it also but get them a lot of money. Training camp was supposed to start next week, so they're already getting into the later stages of the off season. Well, yeah, because uh, um, any by the way, uh, NBA Two K Twelve comes out on Oct the early early October. It didn't it didn't say on the demo exactly what day, but the demo is terrific. Everybody should go play the new NBA Two K Twelve demo if you have any of those consoles. Anyway. Yeah, so NBA looks like it's going to be a burn this year. There's yeah, a lot of, uh, in college news, there's a lot of bullshit happening with uh, 
How they want to combine they like? Did you hear they want to combine the Mountain West and the and Conference USA? I did not hear that. And then they wanted to combine the Big Twelve and the Big Ten. I think something like that. The Big Twelve yeah, and another. Fall, the Big Twelve is falling apart. Yeah, there's there's well because I heard uh, a lot. There's teams going. There's uh, teams leaving in every fucking league in yeah. every conference right now. It's ridiculous. It's, everybody's leaving. It's a Boise's major leaving. shake. Abuse. You it, don't see this. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's it seems almost immature. Like like. Uh, everybody's trying to. Jump the bandwagon. Everybody wants to be on TV. That's what it looks like. Like everybody's well, joining, is, joining major conferences. With, exactly, but that's the thing. I mean, with schools like Boise State and TCU, that ha- that mid-major schools that haven't been able to compete for a national championship, they want to get in on the action. They want to be a part of a big conference. And they want to prove that they can beat the big boys, so they can get into the big bowl games and bring their school money and make them the top schools. But yeah, that makes sense. But I but. There's no. got to be a way more organized way of doing this. Yeah, they, it would they're kind of the system. All I've been hearing on ESPN and uh, re- when I'm reading online is that this is just a bunch of fucking bullshit. If they would just make a playoff <laughs> system, it wouldn't matter where the teams played because they'd meet each other at the end of the season. On the NFL section of uh, ESPN.com, there's a picture of Tom Brady from like 10 years ago or something. Uh, probably longer than that. This looks like his rookie year. Yeah, it looks like his first year. Before the Patriots even changed He doesn't. Era, he doesn't even have long hair uniform. in this picture. That's, tr- that's a trip. Uh, who plays this weekend? All right, some so, good games this weekend. All right, we'll start from the bottom. Uh, Monday night. Monday Washington night. versus Dallas. Well, they with Tony Romo, uh, they said they clear that his lung is fine. So, Tony Romo's playing. Miles Austin, I'm not sure if he's playing though. Uh, there are a lot of injuries yeah. this week on in the NFL. Uh, I know T- uh, Antonio Gates is having foot issues. Uh, so the Raiders hurt. General. Hayward Bay and Jacoby Ford are both out right Malcolm now. Floyd's hurt too. Malcolm Floyd's hurt. Jonas Mouton. Sebastian Janikowski is questionable year, I think. for the weekend. Pretty sure. There's a lot of people injured, and I think it's got to do with a lot of the, uh, like how they didn't, like people were just being lazy preseason, thinking that there wasn't going to be. That's a what these torn AC, all these ACL tears are coming yeah, from. Because people are, people go from cold to fucking 100 percent, and it's not the way it works. You can't even do that yeah. with the car. But that uh, Washington game, I actually liked Washington on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas has a shaky secondary. Washington's been playing good. It should be a good game, though. Not to Tony- mention, uh, a lung injury is a big deal, so I don't know what, exactly what uh, Tony Romo's going to produce in that He's game. He's going to have so- to carry his team because both Miles Austin and Des Bryant are hurt, and Felix Jones has – he just suffered a separated shoulder, too, or a dislocated shoulder. All right, yeah, so – he's we- supposed to play, but – So we both take Washington for the first game, or the, right. last game of the, the last game of the week. I'm just going to take Washington because I like them better than Dallas. Fuck Dallas. I don't have any specific reasons why. The other game, next game is Pittsburgh. And yeah, I think that's clearly that's gonna Pittsburgh. Be, yeah, Pittsburgh wins. No Peyton Manning, no win for Indianapolis this year. But that's a, there's a good game. Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Which I'm going to take uh, Matt Ryan and Atlanta over Tampa Bay in that one, even though Tampa Bay's at home. I think i got to take Atlanta, too. Just because Tampa they Bay. they're more of an all-around team. Uh, they got ooh, Freeman in the backfield yeah. over there in Tampa Bay, right? Is he their Tampa Bay, uh, yes. Freeman? Josh, yes. Josh Freeman or whatever his name he is. He led a comeback last week, but they were down 17 nothing to the Vikings at halftime. And the Vikings, uh, you know, I use a lot of the the Madden stats on to compare to real life, even though it's kind of inaccurate. But 
on Madden, Tampa Bay has a good defense, but they don't have a good offense, which is why I think they're not going to win. Because though they may be able to stop Matt Ryan, they're not going to be able to stop him every time. And every time they stop him, they're going to need to score. And I don't think they're going to be able to do I think they, Freeman's probably going to throw a couple picks in this game this week. they got some weapons, but I, I... But I really don't think that they're going to be able to stand I agree that Atlanta's going to outscore them, and that's why it's, I say it's probably going to be something like a 35-24 game, something like that. Yeah, the shootout, like the like the Bills game last week. Let's Bills see, what do you got there? Arizona and Arizona, Seattle. Arizona-Seattle, which is... I'll take Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, I would have it's to take... Seattle. I would have to take Arizona, too, but just to be a Baron, I'm going to take it, uh, Seattle on this one. So let me write these all down so that we can keep track. And then next week, all right. we can recap. So, M and J pick on Washington. On Washington over who? Oh, they're playing Dallas. Yeah, you right. that down. I'll talk about that. And then uh, Green Bay versus Chicago in Chicago. I definitely like the Packers here. I mean, it's going to be a good game. That's a rematch of the divisional round. No, I think it was the NFC Championship last year. Right. was the Bears and the Packers. Cutler, he's healthy, but I think he's going to get harassed by Green Bay, and I think Green Bay is going to win that game on the road. I don't know if you saw... Um, there was an interview with Mr. Orton. Yeah. I think it was Orton. I always get Orton. those faggots. Cutler? Yeah, whoever the fucking faggot is yeah, that Cutler. fucking is. I don't know any of those faggots' names. But there was an interview on ESPN that uh, he was say uh, they were talking about how he, they like he hasn't been producing or anything like that the first couple weeks or whatever. And they're talking about how uh, like they need to run the ball more, and he's not handing the ball off to Mr. Forte back there, whoever they have running the ball back there. Yeah, it's Forte. And they're they're saying that uh, the analysts, according to Jerry Rice, is saying that Chicago won't win more than six games this year. Six games. I think they're better than that, but they aren't. But they. But I. Yeah. That that was one of the things I looked at. Why? Because you know Jerry Rice isn't a dumbass. Not the greatest uh, analyst. I haven't seen their schedule either, to be honest. But the Bears do have a revamped defense, and their offense ain't that bad. Hopefully they can do something. They they just need they just need Erlacher to stay healthy and they'll be able to stop the run and play some zone for the pass. Next game is Casey San Diego. I'm taking San Diego four to two fourteen on that game. Yeah, definitely. The <laughs> they're they're going to be a heavy favorite in that game. Oh shit! Baltimore, Baltimore, and the Rams, Rams. which I, I'm liking the Rams team. I like uh, Mr. Brad, Bradford back there, and I like Jackson, but Jackson's hurt. He's coming back from injury. He's going to play this He's week. playing this week. But that Baltimore defense is tough. It is ridiculous. Uh, they I have. Think, I think they're pissed after getting beat down by uh, Tennessee next week. They're going to win. They have the most retarded defense besides the Steelers. They're pretty, pretty fucking. You go ahead. And the next game is. The oh, York Oakland Jets versus Oakland New York That's Jets. An I'm a Raider fan, but I'm going to have to pick the Jets by at least 10 in this game. Because I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to stop Santonio. Well, I think it's going to be more of a defensive game. But really, if the Raiders have a chance, 
They need to control the ball. McFadden and Bush need to run the ball well. And they need to not... um, And Campbell needs to avoid the turnovers. That's going to be a big key in that game. They need to score when they're on on the other side of the 50, man. They always get there. And then they kick kick a field goal. goal, It's the signature Raider play. And they need touchdowns. We need the sevens in that column this weekend to win. But I'm going to take the Jets over Oakland there. I'll take the Jets as well, unfortunately. Um, The next game is Jacksonville versus Carolina. It's at Carolina. Blaine Gabbert gets the start against Cam Newton. Blaine Gabbert got the yeah, start on this game? he gets game? the start against Cam Newton. Against? His okay, first so two, was it two rookies? Or two one? rookies. Yeah. The Panthers are 0-2 now, but Newton's thrown for over 400 yards in the first two weeks. And the Jaguars, they got a week one win against, the, against Tennessee, and then they lost last week. They got destroyed last week by the Jets. Yeah. I gotta take. Uh, I gotta take Carolina in that game. I think Newton gets his first win. I don't think. Ma- I don't think Maurice is gonna do anything. I don't think they have anybody. I don't think uh, he should. Ha- Maurice Jones Drew should have a decent game. I don't know. Now. Well, uh, yeah, uh, they don't have a D line, Mister. The Carolina over they there. They, away all their best they're kind of shitty on defense, but. Uh, I don't know. How long do you think Cam Newton's going to be put into 400-yard games? You know, I don't know. The guy I played this week started Cam Newton, but I'll tell you what, I, I did start Steve Smith. I couldn't bench him with the numbers he's been putting up. So, well, he can't he can't keep up the pace he's had, but right, he's definitely playing better than you would expect from a rookie. He's he's playing. He's already almost got a thousand. He's got at least a thousand yards total already after two two fucking games from running and passing. I'm not sure how many he has running, but he has nine hundred and something passing already after two fucking games. And he has like a. I know he runs. He run. He gets the first two games. He ran. He ran like four to four to six times on average in the first couple games, and he got a he got a good amount of yards. But uh, Carolina's major issue is the red zone. They can't score in the red zone for some reason because Cam Newton likes to keep the ball and throw it. Well, it's it's they need to give it to Mister D'Angelo back there. Or who's their backup? Who's their Stewart. fucking yeah? Jonathan said a big guy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it gets tough to throw in the red zone. You know, the defense is tighter, the passing lanes are smaller. Yeah, that's why you got to just run the fucking ball. I, they need to do. They need to design a play for Cam Newton in the red. They need to do some kind of. I remember back in the day, like the with Vic on the on the Falcons, he used to just do the that one play action bootleg like on the five, where he would just play action it to, I forgot who was running back there back then, but he would just go out to the outside and score a touchdown like every fucking time. Well, they need how, to do uh, that. The how last option game, would work there. Well, the last game when what he did for his through his first like rushing touchdown or whatever, he was on the three and. Steven Jackson thing or two. I don't know. It doesn't say. I hate that. They need the subtitles to be a little bit more specific on ESPN. Everything's all general right now. But uh, Cam Newton ran this. Uh, he ran off like the guard for a touchdown, and he bounced off the guard and went to the outside, yeah, scored a touchdown. And that's what they need. They need to do that more with him in the in the red zone. Don't let him pass the ball too much. He's not the best passer in the entire world. But the, quite a nice arm. Yeah. The next game though. Giants and Eagles. Michael Vick is cleared to play. He yeah. will play. I knew that when he got hurt, though. Uh, the new rule this year is if you get a concussion, you have to be out for at least a week. Um, 
That's the rule. Uh, because they want to avoid neck injur- injuries. Uh, no, well, he's out for a week. He's out from Sunday to Sunday, and he's going to play Sunday. But the rule is if you get any type of concussion, any type of concussion, you need to be out for at least the rest of the week. Um, and now it used to be where the personal medical people from the team could clear the people. Now they have to go through official NFL peop- uh, like resources and have tests through them. But the NFL cleared Mike Vick to play, yeah, so Mike started, Vick is... He went back to practice today for the first time this week. Yeah, Mike Vick and is going to play. I definitely think the Eagles are going to are gonna put a beating on the Giants. <laughs> um, I think Eli throws three picks this game because of their amazing fucking secondary. The Eagles, I mean. Surprise, he probably averages um, two. Not to mention Eli was a cocky asshole before the season started, so he deserves to throw at least 30 picks this year. Houston versus New Orleans. That's an interesting matchup. I got I like Arian Foster. Is he gonna play though? That's that's, that's a question. And also, I like Matt Schaub, but I I like New Orleans a lot better than them. New Orleans is gotta, probably gonna gotta win that take game. New Orleans in a over. Shootout, though. Yeah, it'll be close. If it if it's not a three point game, a it'll be a six point. In there. It's not. Yeah, was, Houston's uh, they've gotten better defensively, but not quite enough to stop Drew Brees. And There's some injuries at receiver, though, for for New Orleans. They don't have Marcus Colston. Alright, so, so far we have the Je- oh, the two, Washington over Dallas, Steelers over Indianapolis. Se- uh, I'm picking Seattle over Arizona. You're picking Arizona over Seattle. We both picked Green Bay, right? Yeah. And then both we both the picked uh, San Diego, we both picked Baltimore, and we both picked the Jets, we both picked Carolina, and we both picked the Eagles, we both picked the Sa- Did you pick the Saints? Yeah, I picked the Saints. Both picked the Saints, and now we're on to the game that I really like for this week. This is an interesting matchup. The Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. Now, I hate both of these teams, pretty much. Um, the Vikings are Jewish, except for when they had Randy Moss and Chris Carter. Now, the Vikings, this is pretty pathetic now. They're 0-2, but they got off to an early lead against San Diego. Right? And they have Donovan McNabb, which yeah. is bullshit. And they blew it at halftime. They were up, like, what, 17-7 to on the Chargers, and then they were up, uh, I don't even think, I think they were up 17-3 to on the Chargers at halftime, and then they were up 17-0 to on the Bucks at halftime. And they managed to blow two halftime leads to now be sitting at 0-2, while the Lions come storming in at 2-0. and They're dominating right now. They, they have a... They have my, uh, I guess I think they'll make a playoffs. That's what I'm trying to say. But uh, they, they have some tough teams they're going to play this year. Stafford already has thrown seven touchdowns this year. That's... Yeah, but I've been starting, and he's been. He's is that been Ch- uh, which Johnson is that down there? Calvin. Calvin Johnson with, damn, four touchdowns, nine receptions, 117 yards. Sadly, McNabb is n- doesn't even look nearly as good as Safford right now. Twenty five or forty five for two sixty five, a touchdown. And I'm pretty sure three picks. Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Peterson the- is not having a good year either as f- so far, and I have him on one of my fantasy leagues. The only year he, well, the only game bad. he had, he had a really good game last week that that gave me like thirty something points. But. That's the first week it. was a burn, and I don't know about this week against the Lions. I, I think they're going to run a lot more against the Lions because McNabb's just sucking dick. They probably will run a lot more. I mean, Peterson, he, that's like 100 yards a game, right? But it there. looks like, on, on yeah. the first two, two games. But um, it looks like they're splitting snaps, the Minis- though. The Minnesota Vikings, uh, they got uh, they get Williams, their big defensive.
defensive tackle back. So that could help their run defense, could help their overall defense a bit. And what they have done is they definitely, the Vikings take away, with their zone defense, they take away the deep threats. Yeah. Like Vincent Jackson got nothing deep. Mike Williams last year, for, uh, last week for Tampa Bay, he got, uh, well, he got, I don't even think, he caught like maybe one ball for negative four yards. I had him on my fantasy team. I benched him, though, luckily. But, um, so I, I really like Javid Best in this matchup. I'm going to I'm gonna be starting him, and I think the Lions are going to win, but it's going to be... Yeah, I think two touchdowns for Javid Best this game. At yeah. least at least a passing touch, At least two passing touchdowns. I don't, I don't see a blowout, though. It should be a pretty competitive game. All right, I, I'm smelling a blowout this week. Do you really? I, I just... I just do not have faith at all in this Vikings team, dude. They're, they're. I have faith in the they, Viking defense and they have the, Peterson. You know, they have the they have the defense to compete, but I, they look to me a lot like the Raiders this year. The Vikings, they look like they are gonna just fall up short every time they get close. You know what I mean? There's somebody's gonna blow. Yeah. Up. They have good people though. They got the who's that? Percy Harvin. Decent. Yeah. And then. Well, Peterson, McNabb's, uh, McNabb's, he, he McNabb's to, a 71.3 passer rating, 30th in the NFL right now. So that that's bad. Like, uh, I don't know, I don't know what he's gonna have to do to get he's over not this. Not a whole but, lot of people to throw to, but he's gotta find Percy Harvin. Anyway, let's get both, on to the next game. Both Nick and I choose the Lions in that game, of course. Uh, it looks like the next line, next game is probably my least favorite game of the week: Denver versus Tennessee. Yeah, and I actually and Tennessee's uh, gonna win. Yeah, I actually dropped my uh, Dallas Cowboy defense to pick up Tennessee defense this week in fantasy. I, I definitely think they're gonna win, especially they they beat down Baltimore at home last week. What do you think they're gonna do to this Denver team? Uh, well, <laughs> this Denver team, if they do not play the running defense that they need to play, they will get absolutely will get fucked. fucking they got a lot of injuries. Too. And what will happen is, injuries. you know, they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna run Chris Johnson every play or anything, but they're gonna get fucking mixed up in most play actions. They're gonna get fucking raped. And Matt Hasselback has been playing pretty well through the first two games of the season too. <laughs> I actually have an interesting story about that. There was a guy uh, in my one of my oh. online fantasy leagues on uh, Madden, and I traded him uh, Ryan Mallet. Well, I I got Ryan Mallet and. I think it was Gabbert, or it was a third string running back. One of the two. But I traded him for Matt Hasselback and like uh, for a couple players. Why would he want Ryan Mallett? I got Ryan Mallett. Oh. I took Ryan Mallett because I wanted him because this this. Uh, it's like a keeper. Well, yeah, this franchise is supposed to go ten years. Oh yeah. Oh franchise. Sorry. Yeah, online franchise. So uh, I traded him. It's like two fucking. Uh, well, I traded him uh, Mr. Hasselback. He was my backup quarterback for a backup quarterback and then a third-string running back I didn't have. And uh, he took him, and the first week, threw, he threw three picks. <laughs> wanted to trade me back and shit. Told him, no, tell him, to, you know, watch real life. Watch how he plays. Maybe you'll be able to play with him better. Exactly. He's doing pretty good. That Tennessee team does not have a, the, a lack of talent on that team. There's a lot of good players on there, and that could come out and dominate. But uh, Denver sucks. Uh, Fuck Denver. I I I really hope that uh, Fag Orton gets hurt and uh, Tim Tebow has to come. Yes, out. I do. I, w- I would like to see Tebow play his first game. Cam Newton got his first well, game and he's black. Year. Tim Tebow's white and he's a rookie and I think he's not a rookie anymore. Well, uh, I guess not anymore. But uh, yeah, he started a few games last year. He's better. He's better. I think. I think uh, Denver 
Denver's uh, are, like their fans and the team will play a lot better if they have somebody back there that they like. I don't think anybody on that team really likes to. Uh, yeah, but see, likes they, then you get to the point though, as a as it's a just new like, head, well, yeah, as a new head coach, John Fox, are you gonna pull the starting quarterback and after risk two it? Weeks yeah, and risk and it and risk your credibility too. Yeah, like, oh, why is there, why is he starting Tim Tebow? Like, yeah. Hopefully, Tim Tebow learns something from Oregon, though. Like how not to. He's a smart picks. guy. I I don't wish him success because I'm a Charger fan, but since we're on the topic of uh, football, even though we passed the Giants game. Did you see what happened last weekend during the Giants game? Um, no, I didn't. How they were faking injuries so that they can stop Oh, oh I did see that. Yes, I did. Now, in my opinion, that's okay. Because it's a sport. And if you know how to manipulate the rules, it's fine. Uh, and and I, I don't have any problem with that. Neither do probably the people who are listening to this because most of them are video game players and they all do what they have to Like on Call of Duty, everybody uses the FAMAS kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like... They're doing what they have to do to try to win this game. They were in the, they were backed up in the red zone, like uh, the other team. I don't even know who they played last the week. Rams. The Rams. They were about to score, and then uh, one Some of the guys players. just hits the ground, pretending that he's injured to, to get an injury timeout, so they because yeah. they ran out of timeouts because Eli Manning sucks at managing timeouts. And everybody made it a big deal, like it was immature, and they went into the locker room and interviewed the guy that did it, and he was like, well, I'm just doing what I have to do to win the game. Like, I'm not going to sit there and let my team lose the game when I can fit, like, people do it in soccer, basically. Yeah. Like, no, like, anytime you watch a, a soccer match, please don't believe that the guy that falls on the ground and the guy uh, is really hurt every time, because 90% of the time, they're faking it so that they can get a yellow card pulled on somebody. So, well... I think I don't know. I do think it's good to discourage it, though. I mean, there's no I, I, you consequences c- you can. for this game. But that it was blatantly obvious. I mean, it's one thing if a guy hits you and you come up there's like a you pretend to be limping, yeah. and you know you get an injury timeout. And there's another thing when there's nobody near you, and then all of a sudden you fucking fall on the floor and pretend like you got hit by some fucking imaginary player, whatever the fuck. Right, like you pulled your like, like all of a sudden you just like fucking had some cramp or whatever. So I don't know. Oh, it looks like they uh, they fined fifteen thousand dollars for that hit on Rivers last week. Which one? Whoever Carter is, they fined him fifteen grand. Oh, you know what? Uh, maybe a helmet to helmet. I think I, I remember that hit. He did get hit pretty hard. I was kind of I was kind of happy when that hit. The oh, I I'm kind of getting pissed at the refs this year, only because I'm a Raider fan and they always call stupid penalties. Well, they've been calling a lot of penalties. But uh, I. Maybe maybe it's just everybody's sh- playing shitty. I haven't really noticed. I, it seems like this year's already started like a thousand times better than last year's ended. Yeah, it has. Even there, though that last year's Super some, Bowl was pretty legit. It, it kind of depends on the team. Some teams are playing really sloppy at this point. Other teams. I just are, feel like it's a. Form. It's more unpredictable than it's been in the last. I don't even know how many years. It, yeah, like it pretty much. Definitely. There's, you're there's right a, about that. There's about five to ten ten teams out of the thirty two that you can kind of say aren't going to go. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of teams. But there's a grip of fucking teams that can just go to the playoffs, yeah. and it's gonna be really interesting to see even in the next five or six weeks. Well, um, injuries are gonna shallow game. out some of those teams, and some teams are gonna choke down the stretch. Right, Hopefully right. Teams are gonna be injured. injured. Yeah. Um, so we got three. But games anyway, to the go. next game. We'll do these quick. So it's Miami at Cleveland, San Francisco at Cincy, 
and New York at Buffalo. Or, no, I mean, New, uh, New England at Buffalo. Buffalo. My bad. I think the Patriots are going to win that game. Patriots win Buffalo. I'm starting Ryan Fitzpatrick over but he's a beast. this week. Uh, he's, the mo- he's literally the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. He probably uh, is. He is really good. I really wish that uh, the Raiders would have made some kind of – would have picked up Namdi and made some kind of trade away for him instead of Campbell. Because, yeah, you know, Campbell – is a pretty decent quarterback. He can run the ball. You know, he's okay. he doesn't he's an average. But you know, the last couple games, he's kind of impressed me. He's he's had a couple pretty decent games for the last. I guess what has he been starting for the Raiders for four, four or five years? Four years now. Four, four years? years? No, he's only. I think he his first year starting was only like last year, man. He's been. I thought he played the year before. Oh no, well, no, that's because, right. He uh, wasn't. Shanahan he wasn't came in last year, and Shanahan didn't like him at quarterback or whatever. They right. got down to McNabb instead. Right. And then uh, last year they got rid of McNabb after one. <laughs> yeah, the Broncos sucking balls. No, on ESPN today, I was watching it the first episode. You know how they show SportsCenter all day, but they have the first episode of the morning, like yeah. at two a.m. or whatever. And they're doing the <laughs> they're doing some football anal- analyzing, and one of the guy, one of the guys is standing there, the guy with the glasses, you know, the normal guy. The, he's like the white dude with the yeah. glasses. But he always talks, and he's the main guy that always sits on the about. desk. I forgot his name, but. He's standing there, he's like, oh, well, something, 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 he's talking about football. And then all of a sudden, one of the black analysts comes and just fucking tackles him. Oh, that was Marcellus Wiley. It was so Former Charger, former, uh... Uh, That shit cracked me up. Uh, Oh, but there's a couple more games. San Francisco, Cincinnati. Uh, San Fran, I'm picking San Fran, because I like San Fran. Uh, I'd take San Fran, too. Cincinnati, they're... Oh, that's just a pitiful franchise right now. I liked I liked Cincinnati They're last be year. One of the worst teams last, this year. I mean, get trade Carson Palmer already. Do it. I know you can get you can trade him to a team that needs a quarterback. Like, like trade him to fucking Jacksonville. Here's actually a tough call. Here is Miami versus Cleveland. And I'm gonna have to pick Miami just because it's Florida and Cleveland just is a burn. And there's pretty much no other reason to pick. Because both teams are so fucking evenly matched this week. I I'll take Cleveland because uh, I was actually impressed by their uh, by their defense and their defensive line. They've added a lot of different players. Uh, Holmgren he's starting to build that program. They're they're on their way up. They're not going to be the shit Browns all the, you know yeah we're used to right right. Well, the Brown I I have respect for the Browns. They got what's his name back there. Yeah, yeah, Cole. I forgot his fucking name. I always forget his name. And then Peyton's back in the backfield. They've, they've got a the only white running back in the league. Um, well, I guess Danny Woodhead would be one, but but he's not even really a running back. He's like a receiver. Yeah, they all they only throw the ball to that. Peyton Hellis is like the only like true like white running back. Though. And he's a and he's a he's just a he's big. like a fullback. He's just yeah, he's a fullback playing running back just because like he can Jake run a little. He can run a little bit faster. So to recap. Uh, me and Nick picked uh, Washington over Dallas and the Steelers over Indy. I picked Seattle. I think Nick picked uh, Arizona in that game. Then we both picked Green Bay, both picked San Diego, Baltimore, the Jets, Philly, New Orleans, Detroit, Tennessee, New England, Cincinnati, and I picked Miami. Nick picked Cleveland. So this game should be pretty crazy, these games this weekend. I do Most have some uh, poker news. Uh, first, before we play, before we go move on to the other uh, right. sports, I wanted to do the top uh, top twenty five games in college football this week. There are a couple that really need to be addressed, like this Arkansas Alabama game. 
Ooh. FSU Clemson. That's good. And good. and also we'll talk about our home team playing Michigan this weekend. Um, I think those are the only game. Oh, LSU versus WVU, but I think LSU's just going to rape that. LSU should win that game. Yeah, I, I don't even think WVU really deserves to be ranked that much. They have a good quarterback, but besides that, yeah, I think they'll lose. They're going to lose. Oh, tech. Oh, this is the other one. Oklahoma State, Texas A and M. That's the one we will end on. So the first one I want to talk about is my favorite game of the week: Arkansas versus number fourteen Arkansas versus number three Alabama. Both three and zero. Alabama two and zero at home. Who did uh, Arkansas get in it last week? Uh, I don't know who they played last week. Uh, probably some no name team. But uh, this week, this this is gonna be a shootout game. Look at this. Arkansas's passing leaders. 59 for 86 for 822 yards and five touchdowns after three weeks. That is insane. He is not even supposed to be that good. Uh, When they lost Ryan Mallett, Arkansas was worried about not making a bowl game this year. And now it looks like they're just going to coast to a bowl game this year. I don't know what's going on over there. Well, I don't know about coast. I mean, they did lose their... I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win this game, but it'll be some type of overtime last second field goal kind of thing. It's going to be a close game. I mean, Alabama... I really like Alabama team. I like the SEC. I I like Alabama. I don't think Alabama's a national title contender this year. I don't know. It's... It seems like they're pretty... They're they're switching back at quarterback. They're pretty run heavy. Eight touchdowns by the running back? That's pretty insane. How, how's, the, the how's the Razorback defense? Are they good? Now, in the last couple games, the only game they only really they played really well, I think, was that game against New Mexico where they just raped the fuck out of them by 50 points. Yeah. Uh, last week, eh, they were pretty good. But, they uh, Georgia, right? Yeah, it's one of those. It's, it was a pretty, uh, some SEC team. I don't that was know. a good game, though. But, uh... You know, it's it's going to be a pretty good game, it looks like. i got to take Alabama at home. Of course, of course. I've got to take the number three team at home. That is a tough place to play. But I think uh, Petrino will manage this team well. I think we'll, It'll be a good we'll, one. See, we'll see a high-scoring or extremely low-scoring game. Either that or Alabama will just rape them. But I think Arkansas takes that game. We won't keep track of these, though, because it's college. It doesn't really fucking matter. I just wanted to talk about these games because they're insane. Like this San Diego State versus Michigan game, which is <laughs> my second favorite game of the week. That's going to be a def- that's definitely going to be an interesting game. San Diego State is undefeated, Michigan's undefeated, but they would be 2 and 1 if they didn't have that bullshit win over Notre Dame in week 2. And I don't I don't know how Michigan's going to be able to hang defensively. I mean, it's going to be a, a shootout kind of game. All we have to do is play spy. QB spy the whole fucking game. Put the outside linebacker on the QB. Have him fucking watch that guy the whole time. What's his name? The big fucking white guy? On the on the on the Aztecs, the oh, their middle linebacker. Uh, Remember we used yeah, to we star were, player. Yeah, least. dude, he's yeah. a beast. Yeah. They put him I can't think of his name. I had him on. They put him on Robinson. There's there's hardly anything they can do because if you look at it. Robinson has 50 carries for 352 yards. That's a lot of carries. For a quarterback. Yeah. So what the what the fuck? If you're expecting a run, hit the quarterback. If you're expecting play action, hit the quarterback. Expecting anything, just hit the fucking quarterback. You'll win. And for people who don't follow San Diego State, Ryan Lidley is the quarterback. He's a four-year starter. He's a pro prospect. 
he's been one of the top passers in the country since he was a freshman. So he's a he's a big star. They're hurting a little bit at receiver, but then Ronnie Hillman at running back. He's, he's a, a sophomore. He leads the country in rushing. In case you didn't know, yeah, right now he is dominating. Yeah, it's gonna be at Michigan. It's gonna be packed, but it's uh, gonna be loud. It's gonna be all those things. But I think San I, Diego State pulls it away by at least ten. San Diego State will win it unless they shoot themselves in the foot with turnovers. No turnovers in like the like most San Diego win. teams do. Yes. That'll be the but I, the I don't know. I don't know. This game's going to be really interesting, and I think that San Diego State's going to be ranked pretty decently this year if they win this game. If they win this game and... Well, they're going to have TCU coming up, too. If they can win this game and stay undefeated and beat If they TCU, win this game, I think this five. game will push them to beat TCU. You know what I mean? I'll motivate them. If they lose this game, I'm kind of worried about the season because they, I know I know, season if they lose. I know how much weight they're probably putting on this game this week. Especially if anyone doesn't know, especially Brady with these Hope, two. the coach from SDSU last year when they had a successful season is now the new Michigan, Michigan head coach. coach. Yeah, and he actually Brady Hoke scheduled this game against Michigan before he knew he was going to get that job. He's an alum of Michigan, and he was trying to set up the Aztecs to have a. Uh, like some big time wins, you know. He wanted this to be like the big win this year because he expected him to be coaching the Aztecs this year, and now he's got to defend it. Says right here, Hoke was an assistant at Michigan from 1995 to 2002 before turning around Ball State, a rebuilding project that landed him the head job at San Diego State in 2009. Yeah, and in two years here, we had a couple. I just got an update on my phone from Stitcher saying that the Senate votes down House spending bill, reviving concerns over looming government shutdown. So, besides worrying about football this week, I guess the government's being burned too, but fuck the government. What do we need them for? Yeah, let's, uh, we got one more game. We got uh, two more games left. Oh, two more. Uh, Florida State versus Clemson. I have not been watching either one of these teams, so this is going to be a 50-50 shot for me Florida to pick. Florida State lost. Them. Who did they lose to? They lost to one of the top teams, I know. Uh, Here, just click on them real quick. Yeah, let's, let's, see what they're, let's see what they're up to. It was one of the top teams. Clemson, I did watch the Clemson game against Auburn, and I'll tell you what, they looked good. I like Clemson. I like Clemson as a team. I think they're a beast. Clemson, that quarterback. Look at this win by fucking Florida State right here. Yeah, but that's sixty-two to ten. That's, they lost the number how the one. fuck do you? How the fuck does a team let another team put sixty-two points up? I don't even that's let. Like, the computer doesn't even let me do that on Pro on fucking Madden. How are they gonna let you do that in real Florida life? Florida State had national title uh, predictions early in the season. They lost the number one Oklahoma, I guess, last week. I didn't catch that game. Twenty-three thirteen. Pretty looks, close one. It looks like they had a tough game. Let's see. Let's recap last week's game before we ask answer this question right here. Who's gonna win, Florida State, Clemson? Oklahoma mm, in the second half. Oklahoma oh. just fucking came out in the second. It came out like the Chargers in the second half. Well, let's see. I can't even. Let's see. If they let's let's go stats. Yeah. Uh, Box score. Because there were a couple picks by the Oklahoma quarterback. I don't. He didn't seem to be doing that well. Florida State. So last week, oh, they had a backup quarterback in there. Jones Jones was eighteen for twenty seven for Oklahoma, one hundred ninety nine yards. He had two picks and a touchdown. But it looks like they brought in a back. They they were running two. They were running two. Either they were running two quarterbacks in Florida, or somebody got hurt and backup came in. Both of them did 
not so great. I'm not going to say they did anywhere near good. I watched Clemson last week. Their offense was good. The defense is playing pretty well. Auburn's a bit overrated, but I got to take Clemson in this uh, game. I'm taking Clemson. I hate Florida State. What's the last game? Last game is number seven, Oklahoma State versus number eight, Texas A&M. Holy with Justin Blackman leading... 27 receptions, 329 yards for three touchdowns this year already. Hasn't even been breaking a sweat back there. Their quarterback, Whedon, is 95 of 131 for 1,154 yards and eight touchdowns. Holy shit. Talk about a motherfucker who's leading the NCAA right now at passing. I cannot believe that somebody has already thrown 175 fucking passes in three weeks. Hey, give me a give me a look at that Texas A&M schedule. I haven't even been watching them. So, despite him throwing eight touchdowns, he's also thrown six interceptions, it looks like, this season. But they're still undefeated. Whedon, you need to, you need to come through for my team here this week, buddy. You need to come through. 95 of 131 for 1,154 fucking yards. That is an insane pass-heavy team. But also, their running back, Randall, has 62 carries already for something like over 400 and 500 yards. Man, I gotta be honest, I don't really know that much about Texas A&M. I like what I see from Oklahoma State, though. Uh, they're fucking... Uh, they're a very pass-heavy team. They come out always. They come out a lot in the gun. They all, they come out in the spread a lot. And um, Texas A and M looks like a pretty balanced uh, team. They run and pass pretty yeah. often, both both ways. I guess they do. Let's see what Tannehill's done. I think he's probably thrown a couple picks this season. Hopefully, oh, he's thrown one pick. So he, in my opinion, besides the yards thing, is a better quarterback in the two um, in the matchup. Just because he hasn't thrown picks, but uh, Whedon has just been getting the ball out to people the whole fucking, the whole last three weeks, so. I don't know. I don't know Texas A&M's defense this year. They're on the road. Oklahoma State's alright on the road, but I'm not worried about them on the road. Holy shit. Okay. Without knowing much about them, I'm just going to go out and I have to pick Oklahoma State. I might pick Oklahoma State here. One of my favorite teams. I got to pick them. I do like that offense, though. It's funny how college is a lot more biased than uh, pro, huh? Yeah, it is a lot more biased. Well, I know more about the other teams. Fucking facts. All right. Well, going to update the... So, Top Gear is pretty much done for anybody who follows Top Gear. Uh, Fifth Gear starts up on October 14th. But Top Gear BBC is on break. Top Gear America is on break. I just saw the last episode yesterday, and it was the best episode of the series so far in season two or one. So if you haven't caught episode eight of Top Gear America, please go watch that. They all they go and they buy $2,000 cars. Well, they have $2,000 to spend on cars that they can that are from movies. They have to be from. They have to make their car look like a on car from a movie two, on on oh. Top Gear America. Oh. And um, what they do is, like, uh, Tanner gets the do- he tra- he makes a Nissan into looking like a DeLorean from Back to the Future, and then a- uh, Rutledge Wood 
He gets a, a Pontiac Trans Am and makes it look like Kit from Knight Rider. Okay. And then uh, Adam Ferrara, he gets uh, he gets the shitty Chevy and tries to make it look like the Dukes of Hazard car. <laughs> and they have to go, and what they do is they have to go and they do t- like these challenges that are stunts in movies, like different stunts in movies, and they have to see which car that they pick is the best one. And uh, it's uh, Rutledge Wood wins, I think, at the end. But uh, it's a good it's a good episode, even though I gave up the spoiler. Uh, if if you actually give a shit about the challenges, you should the car uh, the sh- you should be watching the show for the fucking cars, not the challenges. And uh, I think Top Gear BBC starts soon. It's supposed to start before November, so I don't know exactly what's going on there. But uh, if anybody wants to download. Any of the episodes of Fifth Gear, Top Gear America, Top Gear Australia, or Top Gear BBC, you can go to FinalGear.com, and they have torrent packages for every season of it, all the shows on there. Uh, Tiff Needle just came out in, uh, yesterday, and he's the one who said that Fifth Gear starts starts on the 14th. So, if you guys like Fifth Gear, you'll be waiting for that shit. Now on to some poker news. What's been going on with poker this week? Oh, alright. Well, after uh, Vegas, um, I decided to he- head over to a shitty old San Diego Saquon. Yeah, so I headed over to Saquon earlier this week. Because you wouldn't drive out to Barona, because that'll miss, make you miss Vegas too much. And you won't drive out to Vegas, because that's... Because it's just shit over at Vegas. <laughs> well, uh, I decided to take $300, and I was going to play in the 2-4 game there that they have, which is a minimum of 100 I think it's a max, like $500 buy-in. And I get Saquon, and I was sitting around for about 45 minutes waiting for the game, because it was only one 2-4 game. And I decided to sit down at 1-2 with $200. And literally about my second or third hand there, I get pocket aces. So I raise it up to, I think, about 10 pre-flop. I get two callers. Flop goes 9-10 jack. First guy checks, so I come with a bet of 20. Uh, and two people call. The turn comes a blank. I, it was a deuce or a three or something. I don't know. It, it was insignificant. And again, the player, the first player checks. Uh, I decide to check behind, and the other player bets 40. Now, uh, the other guy calls, and it's on me. And I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about it. I make the call, and it turns out when the hands were flipped over that I was still in the lead at this point. Right. So it was a good call here. And the river uh, hits a queen. Uh, the first guy checks again. I check, and the other guy goes all in for 80. And the other guy calls. So now I really have no choice. I show and I just fold my aces. Now the guy who called the all-in, he shows a king for a rivered straight. And the guy, uh, the other guy shows two queens for a rivered set. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that's it was kind of a burn. So I lost like I hate, 60, 70 bucks right there. I just hate suckouts in poker. I just wish there... I wish sometimes when you're sitting down playing poker that the... That there wasn't, like, the other side of the probabilities, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a like, little 10%, a little 5% that could just fuck you over, dude. It always fucks you over, too. Yeah. Always. So I saved, I saved some money there. So I keep sitting. I uh, That was probably the only hand I played at that table. I move shortly. I move over to the 2-4 table. 
and I start out with like, you know, $220, $230. And even there, I have a couple of hands where I had, like, I laid down the hand. Like, I, I saw flop with the queen 10 of spades, and I think I had only limped in this pot. And the flop went like queen blank blank two diamonds. And I bet the flop, I bet 15 on the flop, I got uh, three callers. The turn came the four of diamonds, and I check uh, one guy bets, and there's two calls, so I fold. Okay. And the river brings, like, uh, like the two of diamonds. Uh, and one guy uh, makes another bet, and the other two fold. And the guy flips over queen four with no diamonds. So he turned a two pair with queen four. So I, I was still bad. I still wasn't good. What the fuck? Yeah, he called my bet with queen four, and then he turned his two pair, and then he represented the flush on the end. And then, like, there was, uh, there were a couple hands like that where, like, uh, I didn't have the best hand and I got out of it. And then, right. so I have about 150 in my stack, and I've been playing tight there for about almost an hour now. And, uh, everybody folds to me in middle position. I have ace-jack offsuit. And I raise it up to 15. I get two callers. The flop comes, uh, it was like five, deuce, three. And, uh, I bet, I came out with a bet of, like, 20 or 25, I don't remember. And, uh, I get one call. The turn comes, like, a 10 on the turn. And I still have the gut shot straight draw. I'm still representing the big hand. So I bet, like, 45 on the turn. Okay. He calls me again. What? And I haven't really seen this guy play many hands. Well, actually, I had I'd seen him play a couple hands. He had, like, called, called, and then folded. I don't know if he was chasing or whatever. The river comes a four, so I river my straight, and I'm thinking if I, like, maybe he could have ace high, it could be a chop, I don't, I don't really see him having a hand that beats me right now, right. so I just shove all in. He calls, and he shows six, seven offsuit, so he rivered the nuts. He rivered, he called pre-flop with the six, seven offsuit, he called the bet on the flop with the gut shot, and the Off- bet on the turn. Offsuit. Yeah. And a bet on the turn with the gut shot. He called 45, yeah. Chasing. And the river, he, he hits that, that the miracle card. car that gives me the straight and him the higher straight, and I go broke on that hand. I hate that. Was that the end of my night. Fuck, yeah. dude. That's why, like, man, I want to so, wait until I, I build up, like, so much money just so I can go in there and be that big of a dick. Like, and just be like, oh, you're going to bet 400 at me? Well, fuck you. I'll call, and then I'll get my shit on the river. Fuck you. That... I it's bullshit, dude. Yeah. Like, come I mean, on, man. Obviously, I don't know what he has at the time, but I expect that play to work a majority of the time when I bet all three streets at a guy. Like, 80% and of the time, that shit should work. Not man. only... Okay, it's funny that you said that, because I actually did the uh, the math. I have a Phil Helmley poker app, and you can see like that what your percentage down. was. I need to get that. Pre-flop, I was 66%. On the flop, I was still like 68%. On the turn right there when I made that bet, I was 80% to win the pot. And he hit the one card that gave us both made hands. Oh, jeez. And it caused me to go broke. But, that was almost you know. as bad as that uh, hand when you were in the tournament in Vegas where the guy, like, rivered the straight on the board. You oh, that? yeah, for a chop. <laughs> for a oh, chop. And he was going to get knocked out. Yeah, and he, got, he rivered for a chop. Yeah, yeah. Was, runner, runner, chop. Too. Runner, it was runner, 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 chop. Like all five cards. He got all five cards he needed. Yeah, he, I thought he, he didn't was have dead. shit. Didn't he have like jack five or something? It was something like shit. king high versus an ace. And like an ace 
hit the or like the guy hit something on the fly button. It was like a wheel hit. draw on the. Uh, it was like a wheel, like a wheel straight on the like Ace two four five. Yeah, well he hit two, like three, the four, three and then the four on the road flip straight. Yeah. With Lucky the ace bastard. Dude. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. But oh, uh, that's that's all I've uh, I've had. That's all poker days. this week. Would you go once, twice? I just went to that once. Oh man. Yeah, I haven't been doing shit here, man. I've just been fucking playing Madden. I have these five franchises. Two out of the three. Two out of the five are thirty-two man franchises, and I've been oh, having. Um, you got five online franchises. Five online franchises, and w- one of the franchises. Well, two of the franchises I'm in. Like, uh, I've been having connection issues. DNS servers have been down. Cox has been being really weird here, and. Um, not Cox as in Dix, but Cox is the name of the internet company I use. Yeah. And uh, I've been trying to play these online matches, and it's just been such a burn because I'll get like three quarters in, and I'll be ahead, and then I'm like, connection will go out. Madden server's down. Can't go online right now. It'll Fuck give you, the ass. And no, it won't even give me a loss. It just when you play online franchise, you can you can start the game as many times as you want. You can quit oh. out. But people have rules, like uh, like a couple of my league commissioners have rules where it's like you can only you can only because right next to the game when you go to the league schedule to the right there's a TS column. TS means time started, and they're all covered with zeros until you play a game. When you play yeah. a game, it says one, and every time you play the game over, it gives you another time started. And uh, both the leagues I'm in, one of them doesn't really care. They're black guys. They don't care. The other one's like this fucking this guy who's like his second franchise he's ever started. And he's a dick. And he's like, you can't restart more than twice against the, against the person. You can't restart more than once against a computer. And you can't make more than one trade to the computer a year. Because the computer on the online franchises accepts any trade. It doesn't matter what trade you give them, it'll accept it. So I, I thought those were legitimate rules. But I went to the guy and I, after I got kicked out of the game, and he didn't believe that I had gotten kicked out because of connection. He thought I was losing every time because the other guy was telling me that I was losing every time. Where realistically, I was actually winning every time I played the dude. And I had played him three different times. And I got ended up getting kicked out of that franchise. So I started my own. And my own franchise has five people in it. We, I didn't want it to be high high amount of people because I, I wanted everybody to play. I wanted this franchise to go for ten years. And I didn't want people who nano-blitzed, did glitches, and um, did any cheats. And I found five. Well, it works, too, because then those five people, they'll be able to work through their computer schedules at their own like time, at their own well, we, time. We advance uh, three games a day. Yeah, see, there you go. And uh, so, right now I haven't been on. I haven't been able to do it. I'm a commissioner of that league, and uh, I haven't been on since yesterday to do it because... My connection's been all shitty, but I am three and one in that league. I on my thirty-two man on my main thirty-two man league, I'm one and three, <laughs> and on my other three leagues, I'm two and zero, oh. and uh, which is okay because uh, I've been having I've been having a lot of trouble with that man game. Uh, I just got the new Game Informer the other day, and there's a review in here. I want to read it to everybody because it was really interesting about Madden. And they gave it a really bad review in here. Yeah, and oh, I'm I'm actually happy that this guy said what he did because it was a hundred percent of it was true. Yeah. Um definitely problems with the new Madden. Uh the new Madden is a short sell if you can say that. Um it might it's still it, quite I, it quite might be fun. In, 
It might be an overstatement saying that it's a short sell, but um, it is still a fun game. I don't think it's a uh, overstatement. I think that the game could have been a thousand times better. Uh, even even if they just would have fixed the commentary for one day, or like like take one day to fix the commentary and make it, you know, semi decent, where commentary does it doesn't say the same shit every fucking time you play the game, so. That guy mentioned, this guy in here mentions this also. Alright, here's the review. It says, uh, this is on Game Informer, by the way. Uh, there's, Matt Burtz wrote this. Given EA Tiburon's renewed focus on franchise mode this year, I had high hopes uh, for Madden 2012. Some of the new features like expanded rosters, customizable playbooks, and dynamic player traits are long overdue additions. But many of the other improvements take the franchise out of contention. The new rookie scouting gives you little to no info on the vast majority of draft-eligible players. The new timed free agency bidding works, but doesn't give you a chance to pursue the list and make targets before the frenzied countdown begins. On the field, the game fumbles thanks to poor adjustments to the passing game that resurrect old problems. Quarterbacks take sacks when they are clearly have enough time to complete their throwing motions. Linebackers knock down way too many passes. Intended for receivers 15 or more yards away, and soothsaying safeties who can predict pass destinations despite having their backs to the play yeah. have returned. Add the woeful delayed commentary of Gus Johnson, the throwaway superstar mode, and the stunning choice to neglect improving online franchise mode in favor of a new group-based multiplayer, which is called Community. And you have all an all-around disappointment. Instead of grasping the Lombardi Trophy as it should be this late in the, the console cycle, Madden is headed for the showers before the playoffs even begin. Rated a 7 by Matt Birds. 7.5 by Game Informer. And every single thing he said in that review was right. The main review was horrible. 7.5 for the main review was, was shit. That guy should have gave the game a 5 if he was going to review it the way he did. Oh. But the 7 review by Matt Birds. That was a good review. Short, sweet, told you everything shitty about the game. Nothing, because everything else is good. Those, everything he just said was everything bad about the game. Yeah. If you're looking for a good football game to play, you can pick up Madden 12. You want the updated rosters. There's this all-new community mode where you can build a community where all you guys play the same type of game. You play like 12-minute all-Madden fran- You can play a 12-minute all-Madden game. online franchise is good. Online online franchise is okay. pretty good. I what they need the to fix with the system. online franchise is the trading for with the computer. That is one really big bullshit thing because on my franchise, I made a rule where three trades to the computer is fine for the year. Three trades, okay? Any any trades you can have a six man trade, you can have a three man trade, you have a two man, one man trade. Six, you get three complete trades, and there's a transaction history. When you're the commissioner, you can see everybody who's traded. And I didn't mention that after the first week, until after the first week. And everybody had already traded, like, a bunch of their players away. And the Steelers and the Eagles have, like, 95 90 to 97 overall teams because of this. And I let them do it. I said I don't care. Because it's all about how you play the game against the people. It has nothing to do with the fucking players. So it doesn't bother me. They can trade for Darrell Revis. They can get... The, the Arian Fosters, the Chris Johnsons in the backfield. I don't care. Because I have the defense to stop all those guys. Like, I don't have Asante Samuel. I don't have Osnamdi Asimov. But I have you, some young players that within the next couple years, I will be in the Super Bowl, guaranteed. 
But what we did is, uh, that kind of fucked it up that I'm not going to do the next time I start another franchise, is I didn't tell people to pick um, evenly between the conferences. So there's a bunch of people in AFC. There's four people in AFC, one person in, AFC, in NFC. So that guy in NFC is definitely going to the playoffs, no matter what, because he won't, he won't lose. Yeah. He, they're, they're all good players. Everybody on my, on, I were playing all Madden seven-minute quarters. Everybody's good. And uh, so the, basically what I wanted to do with this franchise was I wanted everybody that was playing to have a chance to get to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. So five players seemed exactly the amount that I could have. Should've I was going to have more. eight. I was going to have NFC, eight. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to move. I was going to leave my team and go to a team on the, in the NFC. But that would have meant giving up commissioner rights to somebody, and I didn't want to do that. Not to mention, yeah, um, just fuck them. You already have your. Team. I drafted my team, yeah. so I don't really want to. Yeah, start over. Like I don't want to tell people, well, I'm going to trade all my players to this team, so that I can be on the NFC to make it even. But uh, yeah, that franchise is going pretty good so far. We're on week five now on that franchise, or week four or something like that. And I have the Chargers on that one. Nice. Yeah, and. Uh, Second in the division to the Raiders right now. We're undefeated. We're playing play by some guy. Some guy's playing with him, and he's a beast. He's got fucking Tom Brady playing for the Raiders. Oh shit! And he's got a bunch of Raider players. I played against this guy yesterday, uh, who was playing with Tennessee, and he got like every Tennessee player, like all the real players. He almost got all of them. There was a couple that he couldn't get because people other people picked him up, but he got like all of them. And the thing about that I like about the. Uh, it's one of the one of the flaws of the f- online franchise mode. When you play a thirty-two player league, all the teams are unbalanced. There's no balanced teams because people draft heavy on one side, you know, defense, offense, yeah. special teams, whatever everybody likes. But when you play a small franchise, when the computer drafts for the other teams, they make them around from a they make them from a team from like eighty-three to eighty-eight. Yeah. So even if you don't. Even if you play a 32-man franchise, just let the fucking computer pick your players. Yeah. You're going to have a better team. I've, I had to learn that the hard way because the first four fran- – well, I've been in seven different franchises. The first four I've been in, I drafted pretty terribly. And, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty upset with my team. I made a couple trades, but it, it's looking pretty good for me on a couple other leagues. I can, I can come back and get at least into the wild card. You know, I'm not going to have a bad season. But – uh, this new team on this Chargers team, I picked the top, my top five players and my user defensive player because I found out through some of the Madden forums that the best way to play online is to pick one player on your team and always be that guy and never change. Always that's be that I guy. Do. I do. And I don't do that. I play as every fucking player because that's how I play. I've always played circle, circle, circle. I'm gonna switch to this guy. Circle, circle, circle. I'm gonna switch to this yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, I will. Like, I'll be the receiver that catches the pass or whatever. But on defense, I usually I pick a certain guy on each play. I pick one guy. So what I did, what I did was I, I drafted Jared Allen as one of my defense players and safety, and I have and I'm running and a four. Beast. I'm running a four three, so he's not playing linebacker; he's playing line. Yeah. He's gonna go right in. Yeah. So I use him, and I, and I it's way better, way better. But when I play four three, he's linebacker. I have him starting as a linebacker because he has the best tackling, ab- tackling ability out of anybody on the team. He's fucking boots. And on offense, I have Mike Vick, and I have. For the Chargers? For the Chargers. That's and sick. I have, my running back is, I want to say it's Jamal Charles. My backup's Darren Sproles. Yeah. And then uh, my running, my wide receiver, or my tight end is Jermichael Finley. And that's all the team, that's all I picked. 
Jared Allen, Jermichael Finley, Jamal Charles, and Mike Vick. And the rest of the the rest of the thing did it by itself. I have an eighty three overall line for offense, an almost a ninety overall defensive line, and like crazy fucking linebackers. I have a uh, what's his name like Patter- Patterson or Peter Peterson Julian Peterson or something. Oh Julian Peterson. He's yeah. Beast. And I have uh, like I have Richard Seymour on the line. I have Louis Castillo. I have all these fucking really good players, and I didn't draft anybody. So that's what I'm gonna do from now on. I just pick four four of my favorite players that I want to use on this franchise, whoever, whatever kind of franchise I'm trying to work to be. You know, like you pick yeah. more defensive players, your team no, like draft my, defense. If well, you pick more offensive players, I have players, a few franchises. My only, I only did one uh, fantasy draft one, and mine was the Cowboys. And my defense is fucking beast. Like I have my, uh, I have Ndamukin Sue, Ray yeah. Lewis, Brian Erlacher, Ooh. and like Mario Williams in there. That's down. Yeah, with like Eric Berry at safety and like I have, I have like uh like eighty eight corners, you know, like both yeah, of them I have like good in the top eight. I have I have and a decent safety. My corners are averaged out to an eighty, but they're all faster than ninety. Oh yeah, see mine are pretty fast too. But so I have a very, very I have the top defense in the league right now. We ju- I just made the playoffs. But then on offense I run uh I have Sam Bradford who had a good year. No, I love Sam my Bradford. wide receivers are pretty weak. With uh, Matt Schaub's Josh. my favorite quarterback on that game. Yeah, uh, he is so fucking good when you play with him. If you play decent with that guy, you play like when you play. If you play uh, Matt Schaub, like you play Philip Rivers on that game, you will dominate. Yeah, he is so good. And that, and so I figured out when I when I want to draft a full team, you draft a quarterback kind of late. Wait, yeah. f- wait for an uh, uh, upper 70s, middle 80s quarterback. Yeah. You don't need that guy that's no. like 99. The, even even Phil Rivers is a fucking like 96 on the game. It's not and he player. is the best quarterback on the game. Fuck Tom Brady. Even I would play with Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a burn. The thing about the quarterbacks on this game is I think they influence the ball a little bit too much. Like um, I know what you mean. When you thread the needle with Peyton Manning, he always makes the pass. When you thread the needle with Jason Campbell, he always makes the pick. And the thing about the game is they don't balance that out at all. So no matter what you do, your guy either gets exponentially worse or exponentially better. He doesn't ever get stay the same. Never on that game. That's the thing that they fucked up on this game. Player progression system, amazing. I love how the players always fluctuate. But they don't need to always fluctuate. There needs to be a, a straight line in the wavelength so that we can see, like, Okay, this is how the player would normally play. Yeah. This is how the player would play when he plays good, and this is how the player would play when he plays bad, like the MLB game did last yeah. year. And even this new NBA game has, has this crazy player progression system in it that they brought it, introduced last year on that 11 game. The new NBA 2K12 game, I played the demo this week, and that, I'm buying it. I've already figured it out. I'm buying it. It is amazing. Just the demo by itself was the most fun fucking thing. The graphics are better. I haven't tried it. They, you need to download it because it is f- so much fun. They fixed so many things on the game. I'm so happy they fucking fixed so much of the bullshit on this game because the NBA game was the game on the consoles that had the most bullshit, really. It, you can't play Legend on that game because you just get fucked because it's a bunch of bullshit. You try to pass it one way and a guy just fucking picks it, dunk, fucking done. But this game is a lot more balanced. A lot more uh, about... It's a lot more like the Madden game where it's about the players. And I was playing Dallas. It was the Dallas versus Miami. And I was playing Dirk. And I was sitting back there with Dirk. Sinking threes, dude. It was this shit. I played with the the Dallas team. 
is so much fun. I might actually make a season with that team this next year coming up on the franchise. Just because their movements, they changed the physics engine. Did they? And they also changed the graphics a lot. So the guys aren't like really bulky. Bulky. They're really skinny and they look like they look like the guys on Madden. They look great. It's the new presentation mode is like you know how on the last years they had the commercials every quarter. This year, before you know how before the game it was like, and it showed like the two teams. Yeah. On this one, what it does is it shows like a, a two K sports logo spinning around, and then uh, it brings up like the key players and it shows you like their season stats, every season stat, and oh, then it shows the key the key player of the other team in every season stat. So obviously on this match that I was playing, Dallas versus Miami, they were showing Dirk stats and LeBron stats, and uh, then they go to the beginning of the game and the new way they introduce the players you know how they bring up the presentation where it shows you oh this is the starting lineup it is much it's so cool before the game starts they do a little like 15 second song thing where it's like all the players are doing like crazy highlights they're they're doing highlights from like other games and it's like one of them's like Dwayne wade juking this dude out and he dunks it and this is before the game starts and then there's one where dirk Nowitzki gets a pass from jc kidd on the Middle of the three-point like line, and he door. hits it all net. And they and, it, and it's so cool because, you know, on ESPN, when they do the football things on Sunday, and they have the little song and, like, the yeah. highlight reel that they do. I forgot what it's called on, on the thing, but they do that. It's like that, but before the game every yeah? year. That's yeah, sick. It's cool, dude. Like, they, they fixed up the – I really like how they go with the presentation on that NBA game. It has the best presentation of any of the games. Like, uh, the baseball game has a good presentation. MLB The Show has a good presentation, and Madden has a pretty decent presentation. But this new 2K12 game, if they keep it the way it is, it's going to be the best 2K game that they've made so far. It's going to be pretty good. Hopefully. And it comes out early October, so it's already almost here. It's like oh, two weeks away, maybe. Yeah. I did. Uh, I pre-ordered uh, Skyrim today. Well, when you bought Gears? Yeah. Can't Skyrim is going to be the shit. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. Oh, man. I don't know what else to talk about. I guess we're pretty much done now. I guess so. We've been rambling on a bit. How long has that been? An hour 30. Well, I guess I'll catch you all later.